Hey, my name is Professor Plum. I am here with former U.S. President George Washington. <laughs> Why U.S. President? I don't know. Okay, do you know what? Fine, we'll take it. Um, hi, I'm actually Nick Washington. Um, this and welcome to Here's the Thing. So, um, for those of you who've been watching previous episodes, uh, we did a little mini series, uh, UK versus US, which finished uh, last week. Uh, and so we're getting into our kind of normal format now. And this week is my turn to bring the thing. And Prof here has no idea what we're going to talk about or what we're doing today. So um, the thing this week is all about aliens. Ooh, Here's the intro. Aliens. Here's the thing. Okay. So welcome back. Um, so yes, the thing for this week is we are talking about one of my favorite, favorite subjects. Um, I rant about this on stream all the time. Oh, We're talking every about single stream. Aliens. Aliens. Um, so let's start okay. off with the big question. Do you believe in aliens? Is a, lo is a loaded question. You know, that you is absolutely of, a loaded question. It, start off with start off with like the you know the the basics. Okay, let's okay, okay let's let's go with. Do you think alien life exists? So, do you believe in aliens? Kind of. Uh, so I'm I'm definitely the type of person that needs to see something that needs to like mm -hmm. feel something to experience something to believe it. Yeah. That being said, I do have like kind of a I want to say like a scientific mindset, like way of thinking and to yeah. say that there are no aliens in this universe with how absolutely massive it is. Mm -hmm is just unrealistic you want to know some so, facts about that actually i came prepared with some uh with some statistics oh that yeah is, absolutely that's, I do. that's one of my points um okay. i've i've always said this that it is like nigh on mathematically impossible because of how big the universe is yes so just to put this into perspective and this is like when i was researching this earlier and i've, I've known this for a while but like it, it just blew my mind i i can't even i can't even fathom this number right in our right. milky way galaxy alone so just in our neighborhood galaxy in our right? one galaxy out of like an infinite infinite amount of galaxies yeah um yeah. there are 200 to 400 billion stars 200 to 400 billion, billion with a b yeah stars stars in all our galaxy with orbiting alone. planets right the right. best estimate currently is there are 200 uh, there are 2 billion earth-sized planets in our milky way alone right so just right. just like okay so this is like just our local galaxy right in the yeah. in the in the whole universe there are 50 billion galaxies each. So let's assume that each galaxy is the size of the Milky Way. And obviously some are much larger and uh, some much smaller. Right. This would mean that 
there are 76 trillion stars in the universe right and, and this is just the observable universe this is just what we can see right there are 76 trillion stars with a best estimate right now of a hundred quintillion earth-like planets right so this is just earth-like planets right like are you saying that's not like taking in the, into account like gaseous planets or like extremely yeah. hot or extremely cold planets it's it's earth-like it's planets. what they call it's so there's there's some debate on this uh, which we'll kind of get into um as to okay. what is what is like uh, habitable for life um but and by an earth-like planet they mean a rocky planet with water in what's called the goldilocks zone so that is uh far enough away from the sun to have a, an ambient temperature for uh, liquid water which is what or liquid it, at the moment, we think water, but methane could also be a proponent for life. But okay, silicon-based life again. That is another thing we're going to get into because that's a big that's a big question as well. Right, because so, uh, when you think life, you think carbon-based, but it doesn't have to be. Well, up until recently, actually, all life that we thought was carbon-based, but they've actually very recently found methane-based, uh, silicon-based life. Mm-hmm. Um, which has obviously then expanded the reach of... Uh, there's liquid methane on uh, Titan, one of Jupiter's moons. So they're also mm-hmm. looking for life on Titan as well just to see if it's if life can... It's not optimal because of the way uh, the molecules... And look, for anyone who doesn't know me and who's just listening to me for the first time, right? I'm not a scientist, okay? I'm very passionate about this subject. I love... Like I do a lot of YouTube deep dives and like Reddit deep dives and stuff. I love this subject. I'm by no means a scientist, so if I get anything He's a wrong, scientist in his own mind. Don't don't fucking come at me in the comments, all right? <laughs> don't fucking like. No, actually, I think you'll find it's this number. Okay, this is just no, no, just guessing. No, right? no, I need to see every single mistake that you guys find. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see a list that's thirty pages Shit. long. By the way, this is all Wikipedia. Single... So, <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, Nick, you got this wrong. Actually, I think you'll find it's 101 <laughs> quintillion Earth-like planets. Okay, whatever, uh, Jeff. I would love to see that. Um, shit, what did you get to? Oh, sorry. So, um, we're, oh, I'm gonna skip so much, but I'm just gonna waffle, and we're just gonna talk about it, and we'll see where we get to. Waffle, dude. The problem. So. Silicon is not as ideal as carbon because of the molecular structure. Carbon and oxygen form very strong bonds, which mm-hmm. is why we need oxygen to live. Mm-hmm. Um, silicon and oxygen don't form as strong a bonds, which is why it's not as optimal for multicellular life. But it is possible. It's the only other. Um, it's the only other uh, element we know that could sustain life in this way. Anyway, right, that's so a, that's basically, for later. Well, I'm sticking on it for just okay, one more going. second. Okay, fuck it. We're basically, uh, if we do find any kind of silica-based uh, life form, it's more than likely going to be like a single cell or- organism. Because um, that's yes. pretty much all it can support. Depending on the conditions that it's, it's born into is, is the question. So if there's sure. no, you know, if there's... There is an abundance of carbon in the universe anyway. It's one of the mo- it's one of the most abundant elements. Um, mm-hmm. But if there's if 
there's a planet or you know an environment that's there's methane dominant or silicon dominant then it might be that multicellular multicellular life uh, forms with that and then the evolutionary process moves forward with silicon rather than carbon true but most of what we're assuming is that carbon based is the most common because it is much easier for the bonds to form multicellular life in the early stages um gotcha. and this is particularly an issue for the great filter which is something we're going to get into in a moment all right um so just like just my first point has always been if like i i can't even tell you how many fucking zeros that is a hundred quintillion planets right it's impossible to like imagine in your head it is in like it's nearly mathematically impossible that one of those planets doesn't also harbor life some form of life like it doesn't have to be like humanoid type life it doesn't have to be little green men or anything like that though it absolutely could be Mm-hmm. Uh, what my understanding from uh, just being interested in the subject is that when when they say we're looking for life on another planet, it's, it's organisms, it's bacteria, mm-hmm. it's uh, stuff like yeah. that, not full blown animals or hundred uh, percent people. Everything that they're doing on Mars and and our local neighborhood, uh, what the James Webb Telescope is looking for, isn't fucking ET. Mm-hmm. is looking for any bacteria to show the possibility that life can exist elsewhere in other conditions. Yeah. That's like, that is all they're trying to find out right now. We don't need to find fucking whatever you see in films or anything like that. They're just looking for any evidence of other life currently. Yep. Um, so I guess the question is, why haven't we found any? What's your, what's your thoughts on that before I get into That is a very good question. Why haven't we found any life? If, if you think there are that many planets and life should be so abundant throughout the observable universe, why haven't we right, met right. I think it really has to do a lot with the uh, Goldilocks range away from the or distance from the star. So I think our best chance is going to have is going to be in that Goldilocks range in a uh, another system like next to another star and our technology is just not quite there yet like uh, JWST is like pushing it but mm-hmm. we just can't quite get that far yet like we can see the planets in our galaxy just fine just not like neighboring stars and their planets Am I close? Interesting. I I mean, um, there's no there's no right or wrong in this at all because it's all theoretical to this point. Okay. Um, there was a very famous scientist who who created what's called the Fermi paradox. Um, okay. He was, I believe. Oh my god! Let me make sure I get this right before people come at me. Um. F- uh, it was a scientist called. I mean, his last name was Fermi, but I'm trying to remember. Was he German? Maybe German. I'll we'll come to that later. But basically, he was, was from this, somewhere. This, yeah, he was somewhere on Earth. He was he was he human. was a human. Yeah, yeah, he there wasn't an know. alien. He was human. <laughs> um, so he came up. He really sadly, actually, he came up with this idea 
and then died like four years later. So I didn't get a chance to like really develop it too much, but it's what's called the Fermi paradox. So it, okay. it suggests a few different reasons why, if mathematically assuming life is so abundant in the universe, why haven't we met them? So there's a few different ideas. And the first one okay. is um, aliens never came here because of a physical oh. difficulty. So something like their engineering, their technology isn't good enough to get to get to us. The distance is too far. And that's quite a common one because the nearest right. the nearest Goldilocks planet that you that you were talking about that mm-hmm. we could feasibly get to is what's called Proxima Centauri D. And it is again, I'm gonna fact check myself here before I do it. Yeah. Uh, Proxima Centauri B distance from Earth. How many four light years? Four point two six light years. 4.26 4, light years. 4.246, yeah. Which, relatively That's speaking, is very, closer than very I expected. Close. But that would assume that we have the technology to travel at light speed. Right, and we don't. We are like, not even remotely fucking close. We're still on rockets. It could be another yeah. 500 to 1,000 years before we can feasibly travel at light speed. And even well, then, it's, not... it's a four-year journey to the nearest one. It's not possible to travel at light speed something which contains any amount of mass is physically cannot travel at the speed of light correct um so we can get close to it but we will never reach the speed of which is why the idea of wormholes and uh, folding space time itself is so appealing because then you don't need to travel at light speed you you basically it's that old um I don't know if you've ever seen that experiment. Your science teacher ever did it. It's where you get a piece of paper, you put a dot on one side, and then you fold the piece of paper, and then you just mm-hmm. poke, poke the pencil through. To like, say... It's simulating a wormhole? Yeah, yeah. You get it from A to yeah. B. Um, I always love that one. So simple. But such a, oh, yeah. an easy way to explain it. Absolutely. Um, so that's one idea is that, you know, technologically speaking, it just might not have the means to get to us. You know, there could be life throughout the entire universe, but... It could take them billions of years to get to us. Oh, yeah. And the further away you get, the further back in time you're mm. actually looking. So if there is an intelligent uh, race of aliens somewhere out there with uh, technology greater than ours that can actually look at Earth and can see life, yeah. uh, depending on how far away they are, they're looking way back in time. So they could be looking back uh or at the earth back in the time that it was being formed before there was even life exactly on earth. Oh, i love that you brought that up because time's a really interesting one because oh time is nuts dude time is a really interesting one because the as far our best guess right now is that the the universe is 13.8 billion years old right mm-hmm. earth is only 4 billion years old right 3.8 4 billion years old okay so all in all that time so let's say 13.8. So let's round it up to 14, right? We've been there for sure. four of it, right? Just rounding up and down. That's 10 yeah. billion years where civilizations could have come and gone. So civilizations could have visited our neighborhood way back when. Oh, yeah. We Before just we weren't here. here. And, yeah. that's the, and that's a really interesting discussion about time because you think of how far we've come in 100 years. And how far we're going to get in a thousand years, right? Oh yeah. The, the advancements of civilizations are insanely quick, 
So let's mm -hmm. say multicellular sentient life did develop on a on a different planet. They might have had the technological means within that 10 billion years mm -hmm. to get to us that we talked about before, but the timing was off. And like you said, yep. they could have been looking at the planet just forming and saying, well, there's nothing here. The planet's just yep. getting started. So, you know. Um, yeah, when we have the ability to look at planets like super far away and we say we look at one and there's like zero sun of life whatsoever, I don't, I don't believe, I could be wrong, but I don't believe the human race would be like, well, we don't see anything, but we're still going to go there just to yeah. make sure. You're not like, going to make that trek if you don't no. have assurances, right? Yeah, they're not going to make that trek just to check. Uh, mm -hmm. So if a, another life force or uh, a, a, another an intelligence species out there looks at Earth like from billions of years in the past, mm -hmm. and we're not here, they're not going to come here just to check to make sure they didn't miss anything. You also have to think, about and this is one of the one of the other this is brings me very nicely onto the next point of they simply don't want to visit us and the truth is um there's a really good analogy of an ant on the side of a motorway they okay. could look at us as so unbelievably primitive that we're not even worth their time in the same way that if you have an anthill on the side of the motorway you even notice it no so it might not be out of malice. It might just be that we are simply so technologically insignificant that they don't even notice we're here. We don't, we yeah. haven't, we're not even a type one civilization yet, according to the Kardashev scale. We haven't even um, harnessed, we're still on fossil fuels. We haven't even harnessed the power of our own sun. So to them, we might be just completely insignificant as a species. True. So why would they bother with us? Yeah, no, that's very true. I mean, just like uh, the analogy that you gave, it's like a uh, human looking at an ant. Mm. They their technology okay. is just yeah, not even even remotely close to what we have. I mean, like you and I are both sitting in front of a computer and lights mm -hmm. with microphones. I mean, if you said if you told somebody an ant has that, like they're just gonna laugh and be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> not even not even close so it's it's yeah i can definitely see the analogy of us being like insects to a much 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 further mm -hmm. along uh alien and that's also i mean that you know i'm gonna i'm gonna just skip back and forth here but it's yeah. also really interesting um about how we're trying to contact alien civilizations we're currently using radio waves and seti particularly has been putting out radio bursts and radio waves as a as a way to try and communicate yeah. we have absolutely no way of knowing how other civilizations communicate do they use radio waves we're trying to like bring it down to the most base level but they might not use radio waves whatsoever or they may yeah. use crystal technology or something that's way beyond <laughs> that so they won't even pick up fucking radio waves so our attempts to contact them are useless yeah no you're absolutely right However, we have like sent other forms of communication into space besides uh, just radio waves. But I, I do agree that uh, radio waves are, are our most uh, popular one to send up. I guess mm. I would say. Here's my next question. This kind of I'm gonna I'm gonna roll back around to the Fermi paradox in a moment because it's okay. It's really interesting. But here's a question for you. Sure. Um, if life had visited Earth. 
What do you think their intentions would be? Research. Why? I think uh, if the Earth had been visited, it would be research, uh, a, a research mission, uh, I guess, mm -hmm. um, only because the more that we get uh the more advanced that we get the better our technology uh it becomes or like the further it moves along the more we are going to inevitably draw attention yeah. and if you know, by some happenstance we've reached a, a point where we have drawn attention the uh an, an alien race would first visit us for research to see if we're a threat yeah now if they right. look at us and they're just right. like okay yes they're definitely a threat that may be violence if they look at us and uh go <laughs> no no they're still ants uh that that's just a yeah. all right we we they're ants move along nothing to see here i always so find I it really research. interesting with the stories of people saying oh they're keeping an alien in area 51 or Roswell, they've kept an alien and they're interrogating them. You just think, no. I mean, if, even if you captured the odd one, let's say, and they came here, mm -hmm. I've always felt like if an alien civilization is technologically powerful enough to get to us mm. from anywhere, they are tens of thousands of years ahead of us technologically. Oh, yeah. Which means... In, and there's a, there's a thing in evolution of the alpha and beta species. Mm -hmm. This is also prevalent with AI, which is why people are so worried about AI. We would be oh, the yeah. beta species. In every circumstance that we know in evolution, including Homo sapien, which is why we're now the dominant species, the, the evolutionary advantage has created an alpha species, which meant the beta species have been killed off because they're not as strong, as fast, as adaptive, whatever it is intelligent intelligent we are the beta species of any alien race that visits us any single one that visits us we would be by far the lesser species in that regard oh yeah if a species has the ability to visit that automatically makes yeah. us the beta race which is why i've always found one of my favorite films is independence day and i love <laughs> it i love it it's so stupid and i love it i haven't seen that in so um, long and I, I, I even enjoyed the second one, honestly. And what I really love about it is like, it's just, I love the, the human ideology of thinking that we could repel an alien invasion like that. Like, it, it just, there is no way in real life that we would ever be, if, we, if they chose, there is no way we'd ever be able to do it. Ever. What about if it's like some kind of like ultra pacifistic uh alien life like they have zero interest in violence and they uh come to earth like independence day with like just a uh, or like a, i guess by the at the end of independence day with like all of the ships just like invading uh mm. our airspace you know the world specifically americans are going to <laughs> freak the fuck out <laughs> Yeah, and start like shooting. Shoot now. Ask Shoot questions. First, ask later. questions later. One hundred percent. In that case, if it if it if they are completely pacifistic, have zero weapons, 
what do you think? I'd say we could take on some pacifistic aliens. I mean, but the, like, I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't I don't know. Like even even pacifistic is that the word pacifistic? Pacifist. Even pacifist aliens, you've got to imagine the technological advancements they have. They may be pacifist, but they could still defend themselves. And there's a really wonderful... I don't know if you're a Stargate fan. Nah. Oh, I love Stargate. There's, um, yeah, I don't even know what it is. Stargate was, uh, was a ridiculous 90s uh, show about oh, a, basically okay. a wormhole gateway that was found in Antarctica and stuff and leads to other worlds. It's amazing. I love it. Nice. But one okay. of the alien races that it comes that comes with is called the Nox, and they're specifically a pacifist alien race. But they cool. defend themselves with extremely advanced technology. They make themselves invisible. You know, they all of this stuff. So there are ways that I reckon a, an alien race could defend themselves, even if America starts firing fucking nukes at them. You know, <laughs> and we totally would. One hundred percent would. I actually last night I actually watched. Um, moon what's the what was that latest film uh moonfall i don't know if you've seen it 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 was um it's 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 a wonderfully sci-fi epic ridiculousness of film right okay Um, i encourage you to watch it if you like this kind of thing but yeah um yeah they had a very similar notion of um oh the military want to send nukes up and kill the alien Mm -hmm. ship and this small band of adventurers need to go up and stop them doing that and save it instead and you know just yeah, fantastic yeah, yeah. you know classic uh space epic um That's but awesome. i'm i'm very much the opinion that yeah any if an alien race did come to us we're fucked which is oh, yeah. why i don't Same. believe they have and i refuse to believe all this like area 51 uh, roswell bollocks i would believe they have uh, again, just for research, like l- literally just to check on us, maybe like once every hundred years, once every thousand years, 10,000 years, something like that. Just check on us just to check uh, the state you of our think technology. They'd be caught? Like you think there wouldn't no. be, there wouldn't be ways for them to avoid detection. Oh, there would definitely be ways for them to avoid detection. Absolutely. hundred mm. uh, percent. And even maybe, if they yeah. did get detected, like, if it, they would avoid detection from any kind of like military, if they got detected by like just some rando out in the field stargazing, that's literally just another yeah. UFO sighting that nobody's gonna believe. Okay, here's here's my issue with UFO sightings, right? Why are all of them filmed on a Nokia thirty two ten with like one yep. megapixel? Like, I, yep. like I t- all of the ones I see, even. I was but I was browsing Reddit earlier looking for stuff, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of videos from like the last month and people going, "This is a UFO. This is." It looks mm-hmm. like it was taken on a fuck on like the worst piece of shit camera you've ever seen. I'm like, we have smartphones, decent now. cameras. Now, even if it's nighttime, yeah, like this is like, ignore the state of my phone. This is like, <laughs> you know. 20 megapixels or something. I can even zoom into the sky and still get a fairly yep. okay picture. Yeah. You know I mean, if you want clear evidence, give me a clear fucking picture and then I'll believe you. And like, I, I understand uh, if like something, if, if you get startled by it or like if, if you're scared of it or something like that, you may run away from it. Uh, mm-hmm. Sure. But every 
single one even if they're standing still it's like they're just like trembling they're just shaking yeah. like the camera has bad <laughs> yeah. quality and it's just all over the place yeah 100 percent. and it, like i just feel like in the age of the smartphone where we're so connected and everyone has the ability to like see these things mm -hmm. if they happen there's no way that if we were being regularly visited by aliens and shit that it wouldn't be captured in a in a proper way not on some oh, yeah. shitty ass like i know oh absolutely thank you so much for watching uh this is part one of two of our alien talk we're going to carry this on uh next week um and getting a bit more deep dive and talking more about uh all things alien you can find us on uh youtube spotify audible other places <laughs> I got one extra. You did it. You got one more. I'm All right. right. We're good. We're, we're, we're um, getting there. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, Audible, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Podbean, uh, FM radios, um, SoundCloud, anywhere where you'd have a podcast, we are up there. Just search simply Nickish or here's the thing and you should find it. So um, we'll see you next until, week for more alien talk. And until next week, that was the thing. Bye. Bye.